0: Yeah, that's my least favourite thing about you, Editing, is you you can f- reiterate your terrible, awful mistakes, but we're, we've been trying to teach you a lesson, which is just don't fucking say them in the first place. But now you're, you're going to yeah. stop learning that lesson, which means when you get back into society, you will be going back a shit person, just like you left it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I can't argue with that point. It's meandering movies, listening to Gary Ryan and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments? Of course, because everyone knows their lives are dull and they
1: have nothing else to talk about. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Meandering podcast where we like to talk about movies and discuss what we have been doing uh, during these slow 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 never ending ongoing forever days What's my question is what's your record boys uh it's it's an ungodly amount record record <laughs> That's of what
2: good just make it. how many times
1: do you wank in a day <laughs> There's times Ryan when you try and push him, like he won't say it, and Gav just fucking two feet straight in <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, four. This week, that's right. I four. feel like a bit of a <laughs> my a record. bit of a
0: child because I genuinely didn't know what he meant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One, no, my, I then think then the la- this- my
1: record, I reached a point where I it was just it just like it breathed, nothing came out.
0: <laughs>
1: like that. My, mine is like, Gaddy,
0: Gaddy got a cough it's like no it's not me it's him mine is one and then one after that one the self-loathing from the one takes up the rest of my time so
2: so what I like to do <laughs> what I like to do is
0: if I've got nothing planned that day is get the one out early doors like am and then the rest of the day is done taken up by just hating myself just
1: and hating, crying, just
2: feeling miserable. Yeah, um, and then probably
1: watching a bunch of movies and TV shows and playing some video games. Then just having a ball in time. But yeah, that's what we wanted to talk about today. Bit of a bit of a COVID special. Um, we're gonna we're gonna treat this episode less um, less structured than our usual stuff, and instead we are just going to <laughs> well, almost a spit take from Ryan there. <laughs>
0: Oh, Gary, but I shouldn't have in, like, any sort of fucking myth that our podcast episodes are structured in any way. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> we have we have an attempt to at structure. For this one, I think we're just going to balls to the wall it. Let's just have a chat, lads. Should we just fucking... Let's just talk find out like our, like, the boys. about movies and TV shows and games and everything else that we've been enjoying during lockdown. Yeah, we can go in. I think, Is I think a- it's
0: okay for us to go in and we can say we had a bit of a chat last week and be like... Remember when we used to just shoot the shit about films, and we just haven't been haven't been doing that. So we're thinking to go for it and just maybe take a little bit of pressure off ourselves as well because. Yeah. in the middle of a fucking global pandemic. I don't think we have to be smashing out fucking really eloquent <laughs> best, We don't have to be absolutely nailing yeah. it.
1: <laughs> so i I, I got to say, I, like, the, 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 the small amount of structure I got here, and, we'll, and this is literally the the maximum that I'm expending, uh, best film you guys have watched so far? Best film during lockdown. So you've had what? We, we're in week four now? Week five? Yeah. I've watched 31 films. Holy shit. <laughs> I've watched uh, 27 yes. <laughs> There you go. Guys, you guys are wrecking me. I've been playing more video games during lockdown. Um, I've kind of been trying to jump back onto my the, the gaming. Um, so I've played a bunch of games, but I've not watched that many movies. Because mo- I've been watching films with Hannah. That's like our thing that we've been doing together. So mm. And because we have such varying tastes, I have watched some trash, and I have watched the,
2: there are some, some good there are, stuff. There a, well, a trilogy, I think it is, that I know you've watched with Hannah that I'm eager to have you talk about. Because... I just want to know what you think of the High
1: School Musical movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? They are better than I thought they were going to be.
2: Okay, well, that's, I've never I've never seen a single one. It's uh, like, that shouldn't
1: surprise anyone. It's it's one of those things, isn't it? Hannah was like, can we watch High School Musical films? Yeah, go for it. Let's give them a watch. So, stuck them on, and I was fully expecting to just sit there and kind of be like, oh, god and don't get me wrong they are that they're like you remember like the sweet life of zach and cody and and hannah montana it's a it's a it's a like it's an hour and a half film long version of them with songs added in but if that's what you're looking for and if you grew up with them as hannah did i can fully see the appeal
2: how soon into watching it did you get sick of when they would like, fly-in time musical number. <laughs>
1: what, what pissed me off more than anything is the whole film is Zac Efron's character. I can't even remember his name. Um, Troy... Audio Boy, what's... It's Troy something. Troy Barnes. Troy Barnes. That's, that's community, so no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, okay. No, but it's, it's Troy. I think his name's Troy. Troy and Gabriella? Yeah. Uh, o- Audio Boy says yes. Continuously. Continuously going, guys, I don't sing... I'm a sportsman, all right? I don't do no namby-pamby singing. I like to shoot hoops and and do my best at school and don't do drugs. But singing, not on my cup of tea. And this is how I'm gonna express that. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off, man. Do you know what really annoys me? Don't do a song about how you hate singing.
0: About musicals and stuff. And I know this is completely just ridiculous it should not annoy me and it's pernickety as fuck but see when they start like a (laughs) musical and people in the street start singing with them i'm like how do they know the words how do they all know the words
2: (laughs) 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 it's like it's like when did they all go to the same dance class and get ready
1: for this i
0: understand that you can sometimes improvise if someone's about to dance you can do it but how do they know the
1: words nope but how you can sometimes that that would be great i'd love to see a musical where in the background of the musical like in one of the choreographed dance numbers, there's just some old guy who's doing his best to keep up and you can see him, like, (laughs) mumbling the... (laughs) 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 He slowly just kind of sidles off and then just
2: bolts around an alleyway. Exactly. (laughs) Now, I have to ask, uh, Gary, would you recommend... Because obviously people have a lot of time to watch stuff these days. Would you recommend the High School Musical oh, God,
1: no. God, no. If you're going to watch any <laughs> of them, watch High School Musical 2. I think High School Musical 2 is the most fun. Just but would you not need the
2: context of the first one? No.
1: No, no there's not, absolutely not. The first one, they fall in love and then they do a musical, which you never get to see. In the second one, they all work at a golf course. And phew, Troy starts being a dick because... Like, uh, it's so infuriating. It's such Disney logic. Like, he he gets in with the the rich golf course owner's parents. Like, you know, he gets in with, like, the tip-top dog. And this guy's like, Troy, you can play golf. You can play basketball. You can do all this other shit. You know what? I fucking really like you. I'm going to enroll you in the scholarship as long as you keep me sweet, the fucking richest man in town, yeah? And Troy is like, you know what? I will do that because a fucking free ride in college sounds awesome. And then all of his friends start going, oh, Troy, you've changed, you're such a dick now. Oh, why are you not, why are you being horrible to us? And as an adult watching it I'm fucking infuriated I just wanted him to fucking Brown nose that man fucking For a free ride Suck him off for all I can Yeah for a fucking free ride to college And not fuck up his like opportunities in the future But now he fucks up his opportunities For friendship what I love in, And that's what the Disney Channel wants you to know And the
0: first one is they've kind of changed Like Obviously they can't be like like Troy doesn't want to sing He won't, like he, That was an adult film He'd be like oh, I don't want to be in the band I just want to take drugs like i don't want to sing i just want to do well in school like this swap like (laughs) like all this bad shit for actually like that's still quite an honorable thing to want to do fair enough probably probably actually don't waste your time if you don't want to be a musician in any way making musicals it probably actually be quite a lot better if you just focus on your (laughs) academic career because at the end of it you're gonna be like fuck i've got no qualifications and i've made those musicals but i don't want to be a musician so what the fuck am i gonna do my life what am i gonna do now yeah fuck and that's that's why he has to end up fucking... Yeah, but that's why he has to end up working at golf courses blowing old men to get into fucking university. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the second one also, and the other reason the second one's the best one, the second one also has a Spider-Man 3-esque Tobey Maguire going evil song where Troy's angry, so he stomps about the golf course singing angry and throwing his hands around like this, and he's so fucking angry! It's fucking incredible. Incredible.
2: I just... I just like the fact that clearly for the second movie, the producer knew a guy who worked at a golf course and he thought, <laughs> we can just fucking film in this golf course for no money whatsoever. Let's just write an entire movie around it. Done.
1: I'm with you. So yeah, what's your guys... What's your best film you guys have seen? Is that, are you, is, is that your answer, Gary? High School Musical 2? No, I fucking absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shall I go... Yeah, all right. So my, I think the best film I've watched... I mean, I, I really haven't been watching that many films. Like I'm trying to think of the best new film that I've watched. Um, now, you know what? Yeah. Like I, I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I've already been watching a lot of films, so there's not really anything I've watched. that I was like, Holy shit. That was good. I watched six underground. <laughs> oh, God. Our favorite, our favorite like, on the podcast. Holy shit. Yeah. So you're right. Like you, I think you said it best. Gav that the first 20 minutes, yeah. amazing like actually so fucking good madness I never said that I said it was naughty <laughs> I, I really like it. the first 20 minutes Are just like non-stop action I think see, I'm on board. see oh, before that? they tried to do a story it was quite good <laughs> yeah First, three, like it's 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 just a great action sequence.
0: And also, first 20 minutes. Gavin, Is it Gavin, you do this really I'm annoying thing, right? And I've spoken about it before, and it does my tits in. Is you put on, you <laughs> sit all down, and you are like, I am going to watch this gangster film, and then it delivers you a gangster film, and you are like, I fucking hate gangster films. I hate that film. And then you are like, I am going to watch a Michael Bay film, and then you sit down, and he delivers a Michael Bay opening sequence. You are like, I hate Michael Bay. Stop watching his films, then. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. <laughs> like you are like you go into all, all these films expecting something that's just not going
1: to happen no in fairness but your uh, problem your problem with the what was that Scorsese one the, that came out recently yeah. the gangster the gangster yeah the Irishman the Irishman what the Irish your I remember called the gangster the quote and this is a word for word quote from Gavin sitting in bar home with a pint. Yeah, the problem with that film was it was just such a Scorsese movie. Like, yeah, like yeah, Gavin. Yes, it was. And He directed it.
0: <laughs> it's not that wasn't a secret. He wasn't revealed at the end. It wasn't like a post credit scene where it's like, "Hi, it's me." <laughs> like he was made the film before.
2: <laughs> I just sometimes I hope. <laughs> I hope that they've learned from their bad mistakes and their are better maybe, maybe neither Martin Scorsese or Michael maybe Bay they're were.
0: sitting at home Gavin going I fucking wish that Gavin would just learn from his bad mistakes and just stop going and watching our films <laughs>
1: stop watching my movie if he doesn't like and him, also, him, stop. it's, it's quite it come, hard
0: to learn from a mistake it's quite hard to learn from a mistake that a lot of people don't consider a mistake <laughs> like quite a lot of people like this. Okay, films. but Michael
2: Bay. Michael Bay is a mistake. He's Michael Bay. His movies Go are. And look at
0: one of Michael Bay's six houses and tell him to his face that he's, his movies are a mistake. I'm sure he does not <laughs> think that. Fine. Okay, but the movies are still bad, and Six
2: Underground is fucking oh, yeah, trash.
1: I do agree. Yeah. I totally agree. But thanks but for-, for shitting on me for fucking five minutes <laughs> and agreeing with me that the movies trash. Well, Be nicer to each other, man. The first action sequence I enjoy. Up until James Franco dies. Spoilers. um, Dave Franco. Dave Franco, apologies. Up until he dies, I really enjoyed that film. Everything after that film, hot fucking trash. The hottest of hot trash. Which which of the forgettable characters was your favourite to forget? Hey, number four, man. Number four, who... Every one of the numbers, from one to the new one that comes in, number six, number seven, I don't even fucking remember, has a little yeah. bit of history yeah. and it shows you a little bit of background. The Russian guy, the, the you know, the Russian guy's got his mum. The FBI spook uh, is is has to leave the FBI because she gets fucked over. Ryan Reynolds is a millionaire. Yada, yada, yada. They've all got background. Except number four, who's just there the entire movie, and you have no fucking links to. She's just a fucking fucking face for no also,
0: reason
1: she does the doctor
0: bit in the car at the start yep but it's her job not the doctor the whole way through because she
1: does no other doctoring that's she's meant to be the doctor but then she's just she's just a, she, an, a superfluous side character for the entire film yeah and also they never use the
0: parkour guy for anything useful like they don't need him he's just there, there just to get they just end up having to save them all the time Just get rid of him <laughs> but I, I love it
2: when it, it gets to that point in the movie Where like a parkour guy's like trapped in the roof He's like leave me behind And he starts parkouring down the building and stuff And the music kind of swells and it gets emotional And everyone's like oh my god we got to get him And I was sitting there in my, my seat just being like Wait am I supposed to care about this guy? <laughs> yeah. Fuck and then, the
0: movie never made me do that And you think as well that obviously They're making Are they making money?
1: Or are they just killing people? I think they're just killing people, and Ryan Reynolds is bankrolling everything. So surely, like the more people
0: you involve in that, the the easier it's going to be to track what's going on and stuff. Yeah. So Dave Franco is the driver. Okay, dies early doors, but they still manage to get everywhere for the rest of the film. In fact, the driving is still quite impressive. Yeah. Why did
1: they hire him in the first place? They're clearly all capable drivers. But the driving at the beginning of the you, film was even better. You know what I didn't understand though? Why did they? Why did they hire a driver for number one and then number six that they bring in? They're like, "What do you do? I'm a sniper." Yeah, it's about the same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <was> true.
1: <laughs> one of you sits in a car and drives really fast. The other one just sits and looks <laughs> through a scope. <laughs> yeah,
0: and he and he snipes like twice.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, like their the, entire the job is was
1: ruined by them getting the sniper in. Like the sniper can do everything they do all the time. Yes. I mean, sure. But he doesn't, because he doesn't do anything. Yes. Uh, he just he just moans and
2: just kind of stomps his feet around and goes, Whoa, this is not morally right. It's like, fuck we should a
1: fuck off be a person. I don't want to be left behind. I mean
0: he's not wrong, it's I not watched. morally right what they're doing.
2: It's a Michael Bay movie. He's not morally right, so it's fine. <laughs> I watched that movie when I was really 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 sick and I was like <laughs> one of those kind of sicknesses where like at night time you hallucinate and stuff and you're all like messed up and you're, like, you like you wake up in cold sweats and your whole body aches' I, ju- I just call that mm. nighttime
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so for me Six Underground was Maybe maybe that's why the first 20 minutes was so overwhelming for me as an experience, is because I was already so sick, and then sitting through Six Underground, which is just an assault of the senses at all yeah. times. Even in, like, after Dave Franco's died, and they're on a boat, and they have, like, a memorial for him, it's such an attack of the senses with the editing and the lighting and the... the dialogue that I'm just like, I might pass out. I'm just like, this is a lot to take
0: in.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a grand movie whatsoever. So, yeah, I watched that. I watched Lucy with Hannah. Was that the Scarlett Johansson Mm -hmm. one? Scarlett Johansson, Lucy. I, I remember that film being like a 6 out of 10 not great but action fun enough like enjoyable and that is not a 6 movie that film's like a 3 out of 10 that film is boring and crap i was wondering if like being
0: inside all the time and having nothing to do but watch films has maybe changed my not appreciation but like my standards of films a little bit
1: yeah. Like sometimes, oh, definitely sometimes I think now difference. when I'm
0: watching a film that like needs quite a lot of concentration, I'm like, "This is shit." Yeah. But it's just because I don't have the attention span to watch it. Yeah,
1: because you got your phone and you can go
0: on your phone. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. Or I'm watching, or it's the fucking tenth film I've watched in two days or something. Yeah. And no like I sometimes mean. I just need to be like, I'm not gonna watch a film for a day and just chill out a bit.
2: Hundred percent. I mean, a perfect example is I watched that movie Twenty One Bridges came out last year. Had uh, Charles Boseman. Boseman and. Uh, people and like I wanted to talk to you about this because me and uh, Dave
1: saw this in the cinema, and I'm I came out fairly just like yeah, it was a movie it happened. But I enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed it for what it was. It's dumb action. Like
2: Di- the dialogue's quite decent. It's kind of fast and snappy. It's fine. The action is well shot. Yeah. Like that opening action shot where they, they go in to steal the uh, the coke or whatever it is. It's well done. Like the, the director of that movie is clearly a very competent talented director yeah. who knows how to structure his shots and the movie's good to look at and it's always easy to follow Listen, and the, the keeps brothers. you they produced it because now that after having three movies that have made a billion dollars they have carp lunch and doing whatever they want <laughs> I don't, whenever I think, they want so. I bet the
0: Russo brothers aren't the kind of producers who do I bet they just come in and direct I like, we're going to put your name on it and we'll say we're producing it but we're going to do everything else I mean probably
2: What I take from 21 Bridges is uh, Chagbook Boseman isn't perhaps uh, maybe isn't as boring an actor as I thought he was because he's quite decent in the Mm -hmm. movie the writing's good, the action's well shot and I'm excited to see that director do something else would I ever in any other context talk about 21 Bridges outside of the situation we're in? Not a chance because I, I saw the movie, I finished the movie I thought that was fine, it entertained me enough for two hours
1: that was it. So I thought and, again. Until like episode, to that, I seen it in the cinema end of last year. It must have come out, and yeah, I cannot remember. I couldn't talk. I I couldn't talk to you about it on a on a, like a proper level because I do not have the memories in my head of what was like. Other than yeah. it, you know, I just can't talk about it. <laughs> like,
0: I watched it. I watched it also during lockdown, and I don't think it was that good. I actually no. was looking. I was looking forward to it a wee bit I, I don't mind like those kind of. Mindless action, shitty action films, yeah. But yeah, I just I, I did not enjoy it what one bit. I thought it was really. I think boring. a
2: problem that it has, and I said this, I, I message you about it was, this the first scene happens, and then I predicted how the rest of the film was going to play out, and I, I I wish I'd written it down and sent it to you before I watched the movie because I got it spot <laughs> on well, every single little twist and how it was going to play, out and I was like, because it's so basic yeah, and generic by F- the, the film never
1: yeah. never surprises you the um for anyone that does want to watch this and this is probably the biggest spoiler warning and the other one yeah so spoilers for 21 bridges Aha! at the end where he where the, the the robber the you know the guy you learn to love throughout the movie gets shot by the bent cop yeah I, me and Dave kind played, of just went, played by C.N. Miller. Oh, fucking whatever me and Dave just sat there and kind of went oh yeah Yep, called that, seen that come in a thousand miles off. The woman behind me, we bet he just went, Oh my god, can you believe that, Janice? And it was like, <laughs> Yes, Janice, yes, everyone can believe that because it was so fucking telegraphed. <laughs> like, yeah. How could you not but, uh, have seen it coming?
0: When you are in the cinema and you do hear these kind of things, you really do realize how many films, films we watched. <laughs> no, like why these films have premise because people. Literally don't see that shit. Yeah. There are people who don't see it. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, like, there are people who don't watch, like, six films in a cinema in a week yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. Like, Fucking like for, for the three of us, <laughs> we've seen. <laughs> for the three of us, we've seen A 21 Bridges so many times. Yeah. 21, over so 21 many years. times. <laughs> Perhaps 21 times. But it's just like, it's. And that's another movie that it's. Uh, one written and produced by the Russo brothers that came out on Netflix uh, this month or last month, The Extraction with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. As, that's another movie where it's just like I've seen that movie a hundred times before. I knew how it was going to play out. <laughs> it was it was fine. The action was was well shot. Chris Hemsworth's backstory was so contrived and kind of uh, haphazardly put in there. But I watched it for two hours. It was audio boy and I sat there mostly just made fun of the film and then that was it it was over.
1: Yeah and it's
0: done I just I think it was quite, I thought it was quite funny because it was obviously Chris Hemsworth's body wasn't in a great shape because every chance, like usually in a Chris Hemsworth film they'd be like get your top off any chance you can but like at one point they have him jumping into the water with a t-shirt on (laughs) and even when he's under the water it doesn't like ride off it's like flat and then even the bit you, saw, you see him getting changed and stuff and he's like shoulders up and like Chris Hemsworth has clearly been asked the last minute to do this film and he's like yeah sure
2: Well, yeah, they, I think originally they wanted Bruce Willis for the role uh, thankfully he didn't take it the uh, and then there was someone else in contention for the role as well and then it fell to Chris Hemsworth because obviously the Russo brothers have all of the Avengers cast under the thumb at yeah, this yeah, point yeah, so they true. can just like because they got Chadwick Boseman for *Twin Bridges*, they got Chris Hemsworth for *Extraction*. They'll probably get uh, Scarlett Johansson for their next action romp, and that'll they'll continue just push those out on forever. Because *Extraction* was one of the highest viewed movies on Netflix last month. It made it brought in a lot of people for Netflix, so they'll just, they're already planning a second one. So they're just going to churn this stuff out, and the Russell Bollers are just going to stomp their names in on it.
0: <laughs> one, stomp, one thing stomp. I really appreciated. In lockdown with these kind of films Like Sex Underground and Instruction and stuff Is the art of making a trailer I think people can make trailers Really well, like better than films It's essentially like editing a podcast Gav, Where it's like They've given you a lot of shit Make this into something good Which is what trailer what mode are you doing And
2: I'm really starting to understand Audioboy struggles over all this time Of yeah. <laughs> taking our shit and turning it into Something, something
0: good But yeah, like sometimes I'm like the trailer for Extraction. I'm like that looks really exciting, and you watch, you're like this is not exciting. In fact, (laughs) I would probably give the trailer more rating than the film.
2: I mean, I think Odeyboy and I both agreed. It's like the action in the beginning, up and like up and past the 12 minute no cuts action sequence, all really good, really well shot, really fun to watch. But by the time you get to the end, the film has done nothing to engage you. That you get to that big final action scene on the bridge, and I'm like, okay
1: cool yep okay and the movie's over and then that's it it's It's mad how it's weird that action directors keep forgetting to make you care about the characters like action's only action's only half the battle if you don't give a shit about any of the people that are in the action the action becomes far less enjoyable like Dave Franco's death scene in uh, Six Underground is shocking because it's Dave Franco you think he's going to be one of the big names but they're all heartbroken and they give him a little memorial and you don't care like that memorial yeah. scene is so pointless at the beginning of the film because I'm just...
2: Yeah. And it calls back to the thing I said earlier about the parkour guy yeah. didn't care. care. Like had like he could have fallen to his death and I could have watched his mod- body turn into mulch and I would have been like okay, and the next scene is not going to happen, thank you. Hmm. It's like... Because with Extraction people are saying is this the new John Wick and stuff like that? I'm like well no because I cared in John Wick yeah, yeah, and John yeah, Wick yeah. had a... It had a world that it built and it had all these... Weird little things and intricacies, Matrix. and you almost the dog like, go died. Back to like,
0: <laughs> like go back to Game of Thrones. Like watch any battle scene in Game of Thrones, and you are like, shit. Yeah, like you know, for a violent yeah. extraction, Chris Hemsworth is not going to die till the end. Yeah, like, he might die, he might not. Who cares? But he's not going to happen till the end.
1: Yeah, so there is like all those battle scenes at the start when you are getting like, you're like he's not going to die. That's one thing anyway. Game yes, of Thrones did like, so well, and they did and they they managed to pull that trick repeatedly of yeah. making you care about a character and then just fucking pulling the rug. But yeah, and I think they
0: their, their center ratings almost stopped a little bit when they kind of stopped doing that, because everyone was quite safe in the last two seasons, I thought. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone got plot armor, so it was just like, we know Jon Snow's not going to die now, because he needs to be there yeah, for the last yeah, battle. Yeah. To, Daenerys can't
0: and, and he's dead already. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, like, yeah, because every time I thought Jon Snow
1: was going to die, I'm like, they're not going to do it again. Yeah, 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 <laughs> he's already done it. But it, like, they did it with that Oberyn guy. Who? Yeah, yeah the viper. Fuck form. me, man! Like he was in, he was in like what six episodes or something, and you were just like instantly everyone's favorite character, and then just fucking mm-hmm. head popped, dead. Yeah, holy shit!
2: But then that went away, and it, everyone just got all the actors got their contracts, and they couldn't kill any of them, and they just they just kind of stupidly got Who'd, out of situations they shouldn't have. It, and,
1: so Sean Bean in Series One fucking killed him. Sean Bean, Egret the Gingerbird. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, that one. Like, and then they pulled it with the Viper. Who else did they kill that was, like, a really likeable character? Oh, Natalie Dormer. Yeah, and uh, the Young Star. All those people
0: in the crypt. All the people in the Natalie Natalie Dormer, her brother, not her real brother,
1: but the guy in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, they fucking. But the thing is, like, what I mean is, like, they just kept pulling the same trick, and it kept working for them. Smashed. Hodor, Hodor Joffrey,
0: Tywin. Joffrey, Tywin. They also killed. Remember, they killed the Stark. Like Ramsay killed the Stark brother as he let him go.
1: Oh yeah. He was yeah. Towards oh, that was brutal. it was brutal. But I didn't give as much of a fuck about him because he was just like a tertiary side character. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn. It
1: was I mean, good.
2: yeah. It's a great point of just like death has to mean something in your in whatever you're putting out, mm-hmm. whether it be a game or a TV show or something. Because if you don't care what's the point yeah, yeah, yeah. like Game of Thrones for as bad as Game of Thrones got by the end like I think like by season 6 I was like I don't know if I can stick this out anymore but there were still those characters there that I cared yeah. about and wanted to see yeah, how their coming, stories you were ended. coming
0: back for a reason yeah
2: yeah I was coming back for Jamie Lannister or, or I was coming back for Jon Snow I was coming back for Arya
1: but by the end I didn't care about any of them because they just fucking just tanked a lot of it but you know yeah, yeah. bastards man I've been watching that Tales from the Loop you seen that on Amazon? I think... I, I'm like... I'm on the fence about it, right? So I... I've really been enjoying it. But I think they've... Each of the episodes is an hour long. And they've, I think, given themselves like 20 minutes too long. If they were 40 minute episodes, they'd be yeah. perfect. Because the, the whole premise of the show, which is, you know, human stories tinged with sci-fi elements, is yeah. 100% my fucking jam. That's my shit. Give me that any day of the week. But there is just so much of these program- of each of these episodes where fuck all happens. Uh, episode four I watched last night has this, like, granddad and the grandson. And then there's this big sci-fi sphere, like, egg-looking thing. And the granddad goes, do you see that over there? And the son goes, yep. He goes, let's go to it. And then there's, like, another minute-long scene of them walking towards... This big sci-fi egg, <laughs> and I get it. They're walking towards the sci-fi egg, but I don't need to see that. You know, like cut the fat. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm not looking for like a super fast-paced, you know, sci-fi manic shit. But there's being slow and contemplative and 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 doing it for a reason. And then there's just doing it because it's what you think the show needs. You know what I mean? I, th- I think
0: sometimes you. I always forget as well. Like if I'm watching a show and it says like 40 minutes or it says an hour. Sometimes when it comes to TV, forget that that's 20 minutes of a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, oh, an hour long, that's fine. 40 minutes long, that's the same. But it's not. 20 it's minutes not. is a lot in TV. Yeah. And I think,
1: yeah. Because it doesn't have to follow the normal three arc. You know what I mean? Like a TV show, yeah, yeah. an episode doesn't have to follow your three arc structure. So yeah. one hour of TV could be one act of an arc. So you're really looking yeah. at a three hour long movie. And it, Which yeah, is you, long. It is fucking long. And that's where you can sometimes get a bit fucking confused
2: is this tales from the loop uh yeah but is it like a an anthology or is it like one con- consistent story it's, or? it's a
1: consistent story kind of but it's also and like it's it's a set around a town there's not a main character but there's like a group of people that it seems to be kind of in the middle of um so yeah it's i i'm four episodes in i got six left i'm looking i'm looking forward to finishing it but I am finding myself picking up my phone, and maybe this is the same thing you were talking about, Ryan. Like my tension is just not one hundred percent there. But I do find myself picking yeah. up my phone and kind of fiddling in those moments of it, I don't know. It's it's when you watch Midsummer and the camera lingers and it does it with with purpose. This isn't doing that. It's just lingering for the sake of filling, like what feels like the sake of filling up. The time yeah, just filler, yeah. yeah, like almost so like they've
0: got a contract for those episodes, and they're like, "Fuck, we don't have enough, enough stuff." Yeah, in your take. Yeah. Have those are long episodes we promised? Hundred percent. Like I've watched a lot of TV. I watched two two really good British TV shows on Sky. So I watched the second series of a show called Save Me. Came out last year. Okay. It was like Lenny Lenny James wrote it about the abduction of like as his, his daughter. Yeah. But it was like his daughter. It's a complicated relationship, like they they weren't really like, close or anything like that and then it's about him kind of using that as the sole purpose of his life and then it ended really well and then they brought a second series and I wasn't sure they needed it but it was amazing as well and just six 40 minute long episodes so nice, like Sky are really good at that and then I've just finished watching a show called Brassic as well Right, I've heard of that It's like, uh, Joe Joe Gilgan the guy who was in uh, Misfits and stuff who played really and this is England and stuff like that. He wrote it, um, well, co-wrote it. It's about like just these guys who live in, um, it's a, a town called I think they call it Horley, Horley. but it's like uh, it's made up. I think it's based on like a, like a Lancashire town basically, um, and they just like rob stuff and it's all it's so funny. Like he's so <laughs> well written and so funny, and they're just.
2: Is it one of those shows where it's just like it's like you say it's fast, it's funny, it just it it holds feels, you for like those it, six it feels episodes, like whatever. Almost, and just
0: an almost kind of like shameless kind of vibe, and that's what it feels. And and like the the situations they get themselves in are mental, but they're still like if it was an American TV show, I think it would go too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it almost it's like this is a mental situation, but you can understand how they've all ended up in these situations, and you also love the characters as well. But my favorite thing about it is there's lots of characters in it. Who have stuff like one of them's got like a stutter um like the main character's got like bipolar, there's a guy in it who's like gay and yeah. stuff, but that's not like it's just a thing about them. It's not like they're defined yeah, and characteristic yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes these... I think they stick on that stuff too much,
1: yeah, totally these characters have been written, they have these things, but that's not. Like, um, their character—it's not like—I like, don't know. I think did I speak to you about this, Gavin, or you, Ryan? Actually, I don't know if I spoke about it on Mike. In *Onward*, they do that really well, and I think it's getting praised by the LGBTQ community. So, on you know Disney's latest, yeah. on uh, Pixar's latest—was it Pixar? Was it, just Pixar. Yeah. it was Pixar? Pixar. Their latest movie. Um, at one point, one of the cops come like there's two cops that turn up, and they're both they're both women. And they're chatting, and one of the women who's a cyclops is like, Yeah, hey, I know what you're talking about. My uh, partner at home looks after the kid. She goes mental at the end of the day, and she says the kids are what not winder, like drive her up the walls. And then it moves on, and it doesn't linger, and it doesn't make a point of, Hey, look, everyone. She said she's got a partner. She's a yeah. gay cop. How great are we? It's just the lines been written. Like It's like an afterthought almost, you know? And it was so yeah. fucking nice. Because it's just normality. Yeah, like it was just so refreshing rather than it being like jammed down your throat and, and look, 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 look. So yeah, I, I can appreciate that, Ryan. I fucking, I love that. Yeah, it's just it's like but, so refreshing that you're like, because when it started and
0: one of the characters who's like, one of the best characters, really heartfelt, has a stutter. And you're like, oh, they're going to fucking go on and on and on about that. And they just don't. Yeah. You know what I mean, like they just don't mention it really ever. Yeah. And it's Yes, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I also took the time to watch Queen and Slim, which is probably the best film I've watched in lockdown.
2: Yeah, finally I have someone because like uh, Queen and Slim came out in the cinema. It was out for two it fucking weeks. For... Two yeah, weeks. I it was it. out for two weeks, and unfortunately, all of yous missed it in the cinema, so I have no one to talk raging. to about this film. And Queen and Slim is one hundred percent one of the best films I've seen this year. So good. It yeah.
0: is. What's it on? Is it, it on is anything so... at the moment? Nah, no, I had to I had to Rent pay for it. it. That's
1: fine. I might do that this weekend.
0: I've also got, just rented, sorry, before we went to Queen and Slim, a film called uh, Cam With The Horses. Right. It's an Irish film. Uh, I've heard loads of praise about it. I've literally just rented it, waiting to watch it. I've not seen it yet, but I'll let you know. Sick. Yeah,
2: Queen and Slim, go. Give me everything you think.
0: I thought it was a really beautiful story. But also, like, really well done as well. Like, you kind of thought that they were just going to be, like, these kind of heroes of the black community because of what happens at the start. And then they're not it's, it's portrayed really realistically like because they are to some people but also it's not necessarily positive connotations but you also understand the struggle that everyone's going through really well and it's also just a really, a really nice love story
1: too is this going to be is this going to be spo- Can we spoiler f- like I haven't seen the film yeah um, I tried I, to make that spoiler I'd free t- appreciate I know I know we can regularly spoil shit for our listeners but uh, they can't yeah. complain <laughs> at us because they're not live so <laughs> yeah
0: yeah I've kept it that's it reasonably spoiler free cool. so to try also explaining why I like it so but um yeah that's actually I've started in this course in screenwriting and that's one of the they were like you need to find a script to like read to mm-hmm. help you with everything we're talking about and that's the script I've chosen and I've actually now seen the film twice and read it twice as well so that's quite cool
1: I enjoyed on your sc- your screenwriting thing uh, apparently one of the best scripts to read in like history is I can't remember if it's aliens or alien I think it might be alien um, but apparently, that script is like a perfect script. Like it's it's it shows you the perfect way to pace a script, like how to write a script. Everything about that script, um, from my friends that have kind of gone through the same thing you're doing at the moment, Ryan, have said mm-hmm. that Alien is just beat for beat for beat for beat the best script to read. Even, Even if you're get... not a horror fan, it's just like yeah. a masterclass well of script writing. There you go,
2: fucking Dan O'Bannon.
1: Fun fact. Um, the big boy two films I watched because I like weirdly I've been trying to watch films I don't know why but I've been trying to just watch like the dregs of Netflix I've been I've been just watching <laughs> shit yep. I've been, I've been Same. picking nonsense films on Netflix and going you know what fuck it that's an hour and a half I'll stick it on so uh, two films I watched out of my like many garbage crap films that I've been watching the I actually ended up enjoying... So I've rated them really... Not really low. But I've rated them, I think, both. Neither one's cracked, like, five stars. Um, so they're not great movies. But I yeah. enjoyed them both. Uh, time Trap on Netflix. Anyone? Nope. nope. <laughs> and Office Uprising was the other one. No. Nope. So Time Trap is about, a ho- like, a cave that time goes really slowly in. <laughs> and... <laughs> People got like and what I, wow. I mean really slowly, I think every I think every like five seconds is a year. And this guy like a a history lecturer goes into it looking for his parents and then these students look looking for him go into it separately and they just get trapped in there and they realize very slowly that they're stuck in a time cave. Um and like Obviously. Now, now that I didn't realize that <laughs> Now that I'm explaining it out loud, it sounds even fucking dumber than the film was. Um, but it ended up being really like surprisingly enjoyable. um It's a bunch of young actors the the main guy was probably the worst one, and then every other actor in that film was actually like a surprisingly good little actor. um you know what it's like when it's kind of teens and kids acting they usually you can see the lines going by in their head as they recite them. Yeah, it yeah. didn't feel like that, so th- that was surprising. Um, and then the, the kind of final act of the film got really fucking stupid because all the people in the time cave start getting attacked by cavemen, and then aliens come into it, and yada yada yada. But it's an hour and a half. It's dumb as shit, and it's funny as fuck. Um, and then <laughs> that, what would it? you
0: say the the
1: genre of time cave was? <laughs> like <laughs> sci-fi. Thriller, maybe okay, <laughs> or total trash. Maybe, <laughs> uh, Gav, I really want you to watch it. I really want you to, and you as well, Ryan. I really want you both to watch it. Just to get your thoughts. Uh, the other one was Office Uprising, which is like the Belco experiment, but um, oh, yeah, have you seen this one?
2: I've seen the Belco. Right. Experiment.
1: Office Uprising is like this company in. It's that classic kind of he's a layabout that just smokes pot and yada yada yada. Some Andrew Garfield type. I have no idea who the main character is, but he like they clearly wanted Andrew. His name's Garfield. Brendan Thwaites. Is it, who's that? What? I
0: have no idea. Right. What? I just googled it. What's his name? <laughs> Brendan Thwaites. That's the guy who plays Robin in the Titan shows, is it not? Oh, that might be. That
1: might be why I recognise sure you. It's
0: the guy who plays Dick Grayson.
1: There you go. I, I, just, I figured they wanted Andrew Garfield but couldn't afford the payroll for him because they did get Zachary Levi, which I was surprised about. yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> um... That but yeah, that was just like me and Hannah watched that one. I'd rate this one lower than Time Trap, but by the end of it, oh wow! By the end of it, me and Hannah were just like, that was surprisingly funny. That was it's dumb as shit. It's got the girl from Evil Evil Dead, uh, Evil Dead in it as a star, Jane Levy, Jane Levy, Jane Levy. Um, My two points that
2: I'm I'm going to take from this is one, I want Ryan to now swap the and Slim script out for the Time Cave. trap (laughs) whatever script and because that's going to really help you in the the screenwriting course and then my second point is that Audio Boy and I have gotten to the point uh, when it comes to watching movies is we just like look for trash and put trash on and then just sit and like almost like we're on Gogglebox or something yep. and just tear the film apart and just laugh and have fun and well
1: that's, that's that's the other thing like me and Hannah have been doing the exact same thing so, like Time Trap and Office Uprising we stuck on and we just had a giggle watching it we didn't you know what I mean like, we didn't, like if I watch Queen and Slim with Hannah she goes up and she uses the toilet and she's like oh can you pause it and I pause it and then we want to get a drink and then I'm poor you know what I mean it's like yeah. films that I really want to watch I feel like I'm not getting the full experience with um, it's not like a criticism for Hannah obviously but because I'm in the house, it's just harder to... to and it stick. sure
0: sounds like fun. <laughs>
1: um, no, because I do it as well. But, like, these films, it's just so easy to stick on and just shred and have a laugh. And even if you end up enjoying it at the end of it, like, maybe I enjoyed it with these films more because me and Hannah just fucking had a giggle through them, but... Yeah there's one kid in that time trap that uh, like you meet him right at the beginning, Furby. He's like some little pervert kid who keeps trying to chat up the 18-year-old. It's weird. And we were just like, I fucking hope he dies. And then when he does die, me and Hannah were both like, yes! <laughs> and- <laughs> so... I mean, a, a movie that's a perfect example of that. The
2: audio boy and I watched uh, last month, maybe, was a movie called Love Wedding Repeat. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. If you it's a Netflix movie. If you see the trailer, there, it's like some guy falls for a girl, but then he doesn't see her, and then he goes to his sister's wedding, mm-hmm. and then she's there, and then it's all these people like interacting with each other, and it introduces. And this is mental. It introduces time travel, but doesn't. So, what? like, it's so weird. Like, there's like there's a moment where the the woman who's getting married, her ex boyfriend from like school, shows up, but he's all like drugged up and crazy. And she's like, "Oh no, he's going to ruin the wedding." And she goes to her brother, played by Sam Claflin from like Peaky Blinders and other mm-hmm. such things. And uh, they're like, "Oh, i like drug him with this uh, sleep medicine so he'll just fall asleep." So Sam Claflin puts it in the glass, but then it plays out. All the different scenarios of if, like, because six people sit around the one table, obviously. Yeah. And, like, oh, what would happen if Olivia Munn's character drank it? What would happen if Ashley Mead's character drank it? It's that community episode. Kind (laughs) of. But then, then, there's a point where. The wife pushes the husband off of a high place and he falls. The movie pauses and it goes, hold on, rewinds and starts again. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't introduce it. It doesn't explain it. There's no reason for it. it just. But it does it, that thing once. <laughs> Never again in the movie And then the movie just plays out And it's mental And it's the dialogue is awful And Sam Claflin's haircut is atrocious I'm going to watch this with Hannah cou- this I, like really, I really want company. to watch yeah, it
0: like, Because Shauna loves assume. trash films And we were going to watch it And then it started and she's like I actually think this is too too trash for me. <laughs> Ryan, I'm going to say something That's going to make you want to watch it You get to see Olivia Munn interact with Tim Key <laughs> <laughs>
2: Done. It's, it's so bizarre. The movie is, and then we were just sitting there, just like just playing along with it, just like say, yeah, "Oh, this yeah, is yeah. going to happen or it Yeah, it's 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 like you say, it, it's trash nonsense, but it's a good laugh if you're sitting around with someone just making fun of. The you movie. remember
1: you were taking the piss out of that TV show about the plane that has to outrun the sun? Yeah. Uh, me and Hannah, <laughs> that old classic. Me and Hannah watched it. <laughs> is it good? Uh, <laughs> That sounds like a no It's interesting So it's a French show um, And when you first Tick it on Netflix Same thing happens With the platform Netflix defaults To English Dub now, Yeah Which which is is so So fucking annoying Um, So it's a French show And it came on And me and Hannah Were watching it And I went wait, uh, all the women, like, why do they all have the same voice? So I think they've got (laughs) like four different voice actors if you're listening to the dubbed version. So we switched it on to subbed and it was slightly better. Um, I mean, it's like, it's six episodes and it just finishes and you realize that those entire six episodes could have just been two episodes and they could have actually progressed the story because where it ends is like is nowhere. It's it ends at the point where it should be beginning if that makes sense you know okay it's like it's like so the season almost like a setup yeah 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 it's like a pilot episode that they've stretched out over six fucking episodes yeah like that's <laughs> the best way to describe it so however it's not as fucking dumb as as when you described it gavin you were taking the fuck you were like just ripping into it i went it sounds fucking terrible and someone that had his work said, well, we should give this a watch. So I thought, oh, fuck it, she wants to watch it, we'll stick it on. And I mean, we went through it in like two nights. So clearly it engaged us enough to keep watching it.
0: Yeah, I was, it was suggested to me with a huge pretext of if you want to watch something that is absolute shit, but you just <laughs> want to put something on, and then you told me what it was. <laughs> C-
2: continuing the trend of Audio why and I watching absolute trash. Uh, and we've already mentioned some TV shows thankfully Audio Boy and I watched a reality Netflix TV show called Too Hot to Handle where uh, a bunch of like 10 or 12 stupidly attractive people go to this island yeah. and they're all they're all like oh we're all sexy and we're all gonna fucking stuff but after the first what 12 hours is it they then introduced this rule where none of them are allowed to have sex they're not allowed to kiss they're not allowed to masturbate they're not allowed to do anything and if they do it Someone will win a hundred thousand dollars at the end, and then you just watch these. Awful, degenerate people who are way too attractive, just fuck each other anyway. And of course, every time they fuck each other, money leaves the hundred grand <laughs> pot. So if two people have sex, they're fucking over other people, and it creates this crazy drama. And there are some people who just can't not touch each other because they're so attractive, and it's unfair how attractive they are, and they're very minuscule little bikinis and uh, boy shorts. Right. But it's <laughs> we watched what it's it's eight episodes. We watched all the episodes and we we just screamed at the TV and then like the final episode just just threw us for a loop of what they do at the end and yeah we're watching trash we need help we need we need this to end you know, so we can escape Do You know this, what's really funny reality.
1: um Hannah started watching Too Hot to Handle cuz she loves Love Island she loves all that hot trash and she turned it off and said, I can't watch this, this is fucking terrible.
0: Yep, Shauna did exactly the same. She said <laughs> she watches Love Island and stuff like that and she she put it on and then I was next door and then I came through and I was like, Oh, how's the show? She's like, Nope. Uh uh. It's off. <laughs> You definitely cannot watch it alone.
2: Yeah, you, you need to, like, you need a, a partner in crime to, like, bounce off of, with, like, how awful these people are. <laughs> and then, and then like, the final episode, it tries to have, like, a redemption for all of them, and you're just like, no! You've learned nothing, you awful human beings! And then, oh, and then, the, oh, I'm not, who cares about spoilers? Uh, it just ends with, they just split, like, they've lost so much money but then they give them a way to win a bunch of money back yeah. and then it ends with them just giving everyone on the island a cut of the pot fuck that so none of them learn anything none of them improve and then they just get $7,500 each what? that's basically just and saying just-
0: that's just basically saying if you are given a set of rules and do what the fuck you want anyway <laughs> nothing, nothing bad's gonna happen
2: yeah and then, and then it ends. Pretty much. And we were so angry. We committed at least eight hours to this show. And then they just
1: all got the money and left happily. That's, that's bullshit. That's proper that bullshit. bullshit. I'd be raging. I, I can't there. believe.
2: I can't believe this is what I've come to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, no, me,
0: me and Gary have come in. Like maybe we talked about some trash, but we came in with some serious. Uh, I wasn't expecting you to really. You're, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. I think I'm going to send you some suggestions, Gab.
2: I mean. Uh, three days, four days ago, uh, I decided to go back and watch uh, one of Francis Ford Coppola's kind of underrated pieces of brilliance. So I watched. uh the movie, the Conversation. Ah. Uh. <laughs> no. Yeah, I watched The Conversation. Uh, it's a movie that came out in between The Godfather and The Godfather 2. Uh, and so it kind of got buried, didn't get a lot of attention. Stars Gene Hackman and. Uh, Oh, I can't remember the other guy's name who was also in, like, the Godfather movies, but you, you recognise his name, Audio Boy. What was... Do you remember? Doesn't matter. But, yeah, The Conversation is one of, uh Audio... It's one of Audio Boys. It's one of Francis Ford Coppola's kind of underrated masterpieces. It's on BBC iPlayer just now. True, I didn't have a hand in that film. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a film about, uh, um Gene Hackman is, a I guess, a private investigator who uses, um different means of recording conversations between people for nefarious means and it gets to this one conversation that it records between a couple in a park and it's uh, it goes places and it spirals out of control and like there's there's moments by the end that are just with Gene Hackman that are so good, and that good. that's a, a proper movie that I would recommend I'll give a, proper
1: movie. a proper movie right has anybody got anything else I want to chat about anything no. I want to good. chuck in? chuck into the ring Ocean's Eleven holds up. No, yeah, that's true. I agree. Ocean Eleven is so fucking good. <laughs> Done. Well, on that note, Ocean's Eleven holds up. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. That was our just a kind of general jabber about films, TV shows, and uh, just whatever we fancied, really. Uh, Gavin, if people want to send in what they're watching during lockdown, where can they do it? Uh, you can go to our social medias
2: by hitting us up at Meandering Pod on Twitter. Jo- jump to Twitter, or sorry, jump to Instagram and Facebook and search for Meandering Movie Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, that's meanderingmoviepodcast at gmail.com. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, jump down into the description. There's links for everything for you to hit. Uh, and if you're on iTunes, uh, Give us a review or leave us uh, of what you think of the podcast, because we've not asked for that in a while. Uh, Yeah, and give us some topic suggestions on any of those, of things you wanted to hear us talk about, because we're maybe running out of ideas, because we have nothing really to talk about right (laughs) now during this fun time.
1: So, yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of Something. Have a great lockdown, and we'll catch you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Music is life
0: in movies listening to Gary Ryan and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments of course? Cause everyone knows their lies are dull and they have nothing else to talk about. I
2: just realized we never did names or anything at the end. <laughs>